welcome to From Fear to Fire, Secrets to Overcome Fear, Embrace Your Gifts, and Achieve Success. This is the place where real people share real challenges and where you can find a common bond and uncommon wisdom through their journeys to help you move from fear to fire. I am Heather Hansen O'Neill. I am your host, and I'm so happy to be back with you again this week. Now, we're going to mix things up a little bit, so I'm not going to give you the quote of the day, and you're going to understand very soon why I've decided to do that. But as always, if you love the show, please leave us a review, share it with a friend. That makes us smile. Thank you so much to all of you who have already done that. So I am very excited about our guest today. She's amazing and you're going to love her. Jennifer Squelia, CMP of RLC Events. She um, has the privilege to partner with clients from the financial and insurance industries, as well as defense and healthcare. Jennifer's career started in the hospitality industry nearly 35 years ago, specializing in operations, catering, and conference services. She transitioned to Boston in 1999, working on the great planning teams at John Hancock and Fidelity Investments. And Jennifer opened RLC events in 2007 and lives in Naples, Florida with her husband, Paul. I am so happy and honored to have you here today, Jennifer. Welcome. Heather, thank you so much. I am honored to be here. Um, I've listened to many of your podcasts and your positive energy is infectious. So it's really an honor to be here with you. Thank you. Well, we are kindred spirits in that positivity. That's for sure. Now I'm going to explain to our listeners today how we're going to change this up a little bit. Jennifer came to me with an idea that I absolutely loved since we both are, you know, fans of inspirational quotes, she thought, wouldn't it be fun if we went back and forth with me mentioning a quote and then Jennifer sharing what it has meant to her in her life? And I think that we're going to have so much fun with this show. But before I jump into any of the quotes, could you share you know, anything about how you got to where you are today? And also, I really am interested in how you came up with RLC events for the name of your company. Yeah, so RLC are the initials of my late father, who was just, you know, an amazing mentor to me. Um, I, he was, you know, he worked in, well, we call it human resources today. Back then it was called, he was a director of personnel. Mm -hmm. But he was one of those people that really listened. Uh, he was a great leader. Uh, and you could tell that all of those around him really admired and respected him. Mm -hmm. And he handled things like, you know, he really taught me that relationships and respect are so important every single day when you work. Um, so he just is, was my role model and I miss him every day, but he's with me all the time. Oh, beautiful. And I, I, I love the story of that because it's so important to have those mentors and what a gift to you that it was your father. And so you got those lessons from him daily. That's, that's beautiful. And what a tribute to him to name your company after him. So I, if you're ready, am going to dive into some fun quotes and then you let us know, you know, where it came up in your life, what it means to you, anything that, that the quote inspires for you. Okay. 
Sounds good. Let's do it. All right. So I've got one here by Eugene Ware that says, all glory comes from daring to begin. Let us know about that one. Yeah, I love that quote because sometimes I think when you are considering doing something different or making a change or beginning something new, it's, you know, it's a little scary, but you do have to do it. And, you know, I think generally I'm a little risk averse at times, but um, with the support of my husband and others around me, I have dared to begin. And every time I have done so, it's just been so rewarding. So, um, you know, starting my own business was a, uh, a really big example of that. It was a little scary, uh, a little daunting at the beginning, but I dared to begin and I've never looked back. It's been a really amazing experience. Oh, fantastic. Well, we're all glad that you did because your business is amazing. But I love the the idea of, you know, once you once you begin, the hardest part is that that fear wrapped around beginning. But then once you begin, there's this momentum and energy attached to it. And I, I love that. And speaking of fear, I'm going to jump into another one on that topic. On the other side of fear lies freedom. And I believe this comes from Georgia Dare. Yeah, so I this quote has been such a driving force in uh, in my life, and especially you know again, kind of starting my business. I remember I had made the decision to start my own company. Um, it wasn't publicly knowledge, you know. My my husband obviously knew, and a couple of close friends, but it, you know, I hadn't officially announced it yet. And it was one of those things like one day I'd be like, woohoo, started my own company, yippee. And then the next day, I'd be, you know, I'd be just terrified. Oh my God, what am I doing? Losing <laughs> a steady paycheck, you know, uh, all that kind of good stuff. And then I opened, you know, I, um, I have these little things, they're called thoughtfuls or they're little kind of pocket quotes. And I opened this quote one day and, you know, just past the fear lies the freedom. And I was like, wow, it just blew my mind. And I realized that you do, you do have to, like fear is a driver and it's not necessarily a bad thing. Obviously we don't want to be scared and all that, but having a little, like having a little fear kind of keeps you on top of your game. Even now, you know, I, I've been doing events for a long, long time and I still get a little, not fearful, but I, I definitely have a little edge because I want to make sure everything's perfect. So I don't, I find that when I get complacent mm-hmm. is when I make the mistakes. So having that little edge of fear kind of keeps you, um, keeps you keeps you honest, I guess is a good way to put it. But once you pass that bump and hurdle, um, there is just such a freedom and also a real reward. You know, I love this from so many different perspectives, Jennifer, because I uh, freedom is a, a big motivator for me. It's why I started my business. And, you know, you're so right that that fear it's actually always with you. You know, it's not mm-hmm. just when you start your business. It's with you as an entrepreneur. It's with you all the time. And for those of you out there who are listening and are feeling the fear, you know, follow Jennifer in this, you know, go with it, dive into it, play with it, feel it and do it anyway philosophy because so much great stuff can come from that. I love that. Yeah. And I think if you embrace it, right, you have to, um, you have to embrace it. And when you do and you get past it, I think it just, you've earned the freedom and it's just such a great feeling. I, you know, that's how I kind of look at it. I love that you've earned the freedom. Wow. Very, very cool. Now, my next one, I think started by um, a poem of Longfellow's, but it, it's uh, had a couple of different 
uh, versions of it, but it's footprints in history aren't made sitting down. Talk to me about that one. This is an, I mean, of course, I'm curious to say I'm repeating myself, but I love this quote too, but <laughs> I remember um, I was in the office of a, a client who, uh, she was the uh, executive director of a free clinic. Um, and it was a plaque that was on her desk. And I just, I was so drawn to it. I took a picture of it. And that picture is on, in my office to this day. And I think it's all about it. And, and actually, you know, the quote, if you think about it right now, Heather, so many of us are sitting down at our computers during this pandemic, but walking around, making progress, taking steps. Um, these are things, you know, this is what you will do. This is how you will make things happen. Um, you just can't like sit back and let life come to you. You have to kind of go get it. And um, this also kind of footprints, you know, walking around also takes me back a little bit to my father. Um, I remember when I worked at his company one summer, we had to go out to the factory floor for something and I was walking behind him and he, you know, walking through the factory, all the people just stopped and said hello to him. He knew everybody by name. He knew like, hey, how's your son doing? Or, you know, it's just something I'll never, I'll never forget that. Um, you know, and I also know that when I'm at a hotel and I'm doing a program, you know, there's a lot of uh, general managers of hotels that walk the property constantly. And I feel that they're the most effective because they are walking around and they're making sure they're staying out, seeing you know, their guests, their property, their associates. So I do feel like walking around and, and, and not just sitting back and letting it happen uh, is really an important way to go through life. It is. And I love that story with your dad. He sounds like an amazing guy. And during these times when we are feeling more isolation, we're moving out of space the physical space right now, people are, are missing out on that opportunity to do those walk arounds, but you can still use this philosophy in, in the idea of taking action anyway, that forward motion continuing to move. And that's what breaks through the fear, I think. So I'm a fan of this quote as well. Now we've got one here by Arthur Rubenstein. I found that if you love life, life will love you back. Oh, that's a good one. <laughs> Isn't it though? Yeah. Uh, you know, I think um, kind of like when you, what you put out there, you get back a hundredfold. And I, I am so blessed to have so many wonderful, and meaningful friendships, not only in my personal life, but in my professional life too. I mean, what an incredible industry we have. And there's so many colleagues that have become friends and and um, I invest a lot of time in my relationships and what I put out there, I get back, you know, a hundred times over. I think that spreading joy, positivity um, to those around you is so important. Um, and, and when you do that, it comes, it, it, it comes back to you so much and it just fulfills you. And if definitely um, the people in my life and, you know, like to your point, just a few minutes ago, we have been a little isolated, but thank goodness for Zoom and other things, we can still stay connected and, and put that joy and positivity out there and get it right back. And you are definitely a testament to that. You're a beacon of light, Jennifer. And so I'm sure that uh, that exchange of energy, putting it out there, getting it back is really make it, making a difference for your friends and colleagues now. So this one is by the wildly amusing Phyllis Diller. 
A smile is a curve that sets everything straight. Talk to me about this one. Oh yeah, this is a good one too. And it's interesting, I've talked a lot about my dad, but this, this, um, this quote actually reminds me of my mom who was also an amazing role model for me in so many ways. But um, her mantra was smile and be pleasant. And it sounds so simple, but it really is amazing how true it is and how it just makes things better. Because there are times when you don't want to smile and be pleasant, but if you do, again, it's kind of putting that out there, the, the positivity. So it's just, a, there's a lot of truth to smile and be pleasant. And it's amazing to me how kindness can make such a difference, especially now, gosh, people are going through a lot. Everybody's handling things differently. Uh, the pandemic has obviously been hard on everyone, but everybody's handling it differently and it's hard on them for different reasons. So being kind, smiling, even if you're wearing a mask, I really feel you smile with your eyes. And clearly that's definitely, <laughs> that's definitely uh, been the case, I think uh, for the last, what, 10 months or so. But I think uh, it just breaks any language barriers. It, it just, it, it makes people feel good. Um, you know, even like an example, you know, if someone's at the grocery store, you know, whoever's bagging your groceries, smiling at them, thanking them, it just really, it does set everything straight, it makes people feel good. And I think it's important to, you know, be really kind and smile. And in the words of Ann Colburn, be pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. And, you know, I see it, it's an instant uh, pay it forward. Like when you smile yeah. at someone, their whole demeanor changes and then they interact. Like, let's take your example of the person bagging the groceries, right? They interact with the next person in a much more positive way. So it's, it's that ripple effect. So yes. Yeah. Love this one. <laughs> Okay, here we have, and I think it's right in alignment with that one. We Rise by Lifting Others by Robert Greene Ingersoll. Yeah, I, I think when you help and support people around you, it makes you feel better too, because you feel like you're positively impacting someone else. And gosh, have we seen so many amazing examples of that uh, throughout, our, throughout my lifetime. Um, I think it's kind of um, an American principle, if you will, but I think it's really critical right now. I think providing people with guidance and support and, and just listen, a listening ear, um, you know, making them feel better uh, makes you feel better because you know you're helping people. So I think, you know, especially now people really do need to be lifted up and showing that you care, you know, compliment people, tell them what they're doing well, mm -hmm. just small things, all those, you know, a lot of little things add up to big things. And so, it doesn't have to be any grand gesture. It can be just something really small. But I think those lifting others up really, it's, it's just a win-win, no matter how you look at it. It definitely is. And, you know, I don't know about you, but I, I suspect you have seen this as well. I've seen so much generosity and kindness out there in the world. It's like, we're banding together during difficult times. So I, I love seeing this and doing this. So cool. yeah, I'm so yeah, I'm so glad you said that because we are banding together. We are resilient. I mean, especially, you know, having in the you being in the events industry, obviously, you know, this global pandemic has really taken a toll, especially on our poor hospitality partners. But I am always just never 
I can, I'm just consistently amazed at how resilient our industry is, the positivity, um, how innovative people have been. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just really heartwarming to see that. As devastating as it's been, there's definitely, I think that's been a silver lining. People have just been really kind and they have banded together. And um, I think that's really, really important. And it's also very heartwarming in a lot of ways. Yeah, I love that. It's definitely uplifting and heartwarming. Love that. Now, you know, when we're talking about quotes, we have to always have one by Oprah Winfrey. So here's our Oprah quote. Doing your best at this moment puts you in the best place for the next moment. That's a good one. Yeah, gosh, I just feel like, you know, good builds upon good. So, you know, when you put your best foot forward, it sets you up for good things in the future. So always do your best, always, you know, um, try to put yourself in the, make the, make good choices, put yourself in the spot that you can, you can move forward. Um, and it's not only for yourself, but you know, for those around you, mm-hmm. um, I think it really is great for teams, especially now, right. We're all kind of conducting these meetings, you know, virtually. So keep doing your best and it will set you up for success down the road and it will, and it'll bring good people with you. Um, and it's just, I think it's really important to, it's interesting because, you know, as we know, you know, Tom Brady just won his seventh Super Bowl because he's always, he's always doing his best and he's doing it for himself. I mean, he's just, he's kind of amazing, but it's really an incredible example of doing your best at the moment. Um, And so I think if we all kind of really look inside and try to do our best, it's going to set us up for great things in the future. Very important. And, and I just had so much fun watching that. So I I, I like your, your um, example there too. Now we've got one here by Gail Caldwell. We never get over great losses. We absorb them and they carve us into different, often kinder creatures. Wow. That's beautiful. Yeah, it's that, um, it's interesting. Obviously it's very relevant today, but I, I read that quote uh, in, in a book right after I lost both my parents. Um, and it's interesting because it's, it's, you know, loss is really, really hard. Um, but I feel like it, it really, sh- in a lot of ways, it brings out your strengths mm-hmm. um, and your resiliency. But at the end of the day, I think you can put your, you know, for, for just an example, since I've lost my parents, when, when a friend loses a, a father or mother, I feel that I'm in a position to offer a lot more, um, you know, empathy because I've been there. And I remember when I was going through losing my parents, um, I really went, you know, I went to all my friends who were incredible, but the people who had lost a parent prior to me were especially, um, loving and guiding because they've been through it. And so not that I ever want to welcome anybody to that club, but I will say that it does, a loss will mold you and it will make you kinder and and gentler um, and more empathetic um, to those around you. And I think it's when that happens, as horrible as it is to lose somebody. And I know a lot of people have been through so much of this in the last year in particular, it's so hard to lose people but at the same time, it does, in the end, make you stronger. You learn from it, and uh, you can be kinder and gentler to those around you. Mm. You know, with yeah, with so many different kinds of loss that people are experiencing right now, it is 
this is an amazing way to, to finish off our quotes and to recognize that we don't have to wait until years later to find the lesson of that kindness and, and whatever that you're going to learn from it, how you can start to implement it in your world. You can do it um, right in the moment of the loss and the pain and the fear. And it's not easy, but it is incredibly worthwhile and in, in how you move forward and become your best self. Yeah. Now, yep. you know, with our show being called From Fear to Fire, is there anything that you would like to add about any um, challenge or fear that you've experienced and what you may have learned from it and carried forth? Oh gosh, I mean, we learn something every day, don't we? Um, but I would say um, this past year and the pandemic, having, you know, being an event professional whose livelihood, you know, depends on bringing people together in person, <laughs> um, the last 10 months is really, or almost 11 months now, is, is really interesting, has been a very interesting, thought-provoking reset for me. And it was really scary at first because every, you know, all the experience you had um, bringing, you know, as a skilled event professional, you're kind of like, whoa, what's going on? And everything kind of unraveled. But at the same time, while everything was unraveling, I was also learning a new skill so, you know, I've been starting, I've embraced virtual events. Mm -hmm. I've learned I'm a, you know, Zoom moderator and um, I've, I've, uh, I'm on the board of FICP. So I've been able to reach out to our community. I've, I think it's really brought so much, um, I don't know, it, it's really caused us to really stop, pause and, and pivot really, and really think about what what's in store for us in the future and i think this pandemic as as hard as it's been our industry i think in the end i think it's really going to broaden our industry because i really feel in person for sure is coming back and hopefully sooner than later thanks to our wonderful immunologists and biologists and these vaccines it's kind of incredible when you think about what they've accomplished in such a short period of time but in person is definitely coming back but i think virtual is here to stay so as event professionals it's really kind of cool because it broadens our platforms. Yeah. So yeah. we'll bring people together at a beautiful venue or resort, and we'll also bring them together, you know, via cyberspace. So think about all the more people that we can reach. And, um, and, and I think it's just going to create some really great opportunities uh, for us going forward. How fantastic. I absolutely love your outlook on things, Jennifer. And you used a couple of words that I just want to draw attention back to. I love the pause and the reset and, you know, all the different lessons that you learned about expansion. It's fantastic. This has been amazing. And I'm certain that people are going to want to reach out to you. So can you take a moment and share how they can find you if you will, we'll also put any links that you mentioned here in the show notes for those of you who are listening and can't write it down. But Jennifer, if you don't mind sharing that now, that'd be great. Oh, sure. Yeah. I think the best thing to do is just so people don't have to remember too much is just go to my website, which is RLC, Robert Lee Colburn, my dad, uh, rlcevents.com. And my contact information is on there, my phone, my, my email. Um, and so that's probably the best way. 
Excellent. Thank you for that. Now, this has flown by like we knew it was going to. <laughs> such great energy here. Um, but is there anything that you really want to make sure our listeners walk away with? Uh, you know, final words of wisdom. I would say, um, first, you know, Heather, thank you for the opportunity. Uh, I've enjoyed this conversation so much. And I think at the end of the day, I'm a very grateful person. Um, there's always something to be grateful for. And despite, you know, any adversity or loss or tough times that you're enduring, there's always something that you can be grateful for. So my final quote, I guess, is wake, wake up each morning with a grateful heart. Um, and that'll, that'll definitely help you see the light, get through it. Um, we can do this. And I'm, you know, I'm confident um, that if you're grateful, you will and have a grateful attitude and a grateful spirit. Uh, every day is a good day. Ah, uh, this has been so inspiring for me, just having this conversation with you, Jennifer. So thank you for everything that you've brought to the table. And I'm certain that our listeners are going to be walking away with a little bit more gratitude and maybe a skip in their step today listening to this one. Thank you again. You are amazing. Oh, thank you again, Heather. You are amazing as well. I am so grateful for you and, and the podcast. Thank you. Thank you.